We are coming to you with the unspoken words. This is the Red Road Perspective. With humility, experience, reflection, and that unique style of indigenous humor, we discuss the issues that affect our mind, body, spirit, and emotional well-being as natives in recovery. Wellbriety. Community, accountability, transparency, and service work. Uh, hey, yeah. Welcome to Unspoken Words, Dirty 30. Dirty 30. So 30. That's right. Sitting to my right, all the way from Arrow Creek. He's sanctimonious. He's bad. And he's your favorite Indian, JCB. Yeah. Over here to my left. All the way from LG, the two-time co-champion. He ain't even trying to preach. Randy B. Podgotti. You know it, baby. And you know this man. Suck, <laughs> yo. Yeah, it's me. Mo hugs, not drugs. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right. <laughs> We're in episode 30, Dirty 30. We're going to get it real dirty in here. Yes, sir, we are. We got a pile of dirt, and we're going to get dirty. Just grimy up in here. Uh, it's like your shorts. Sagging in the back. <laughs> Wind in his sag. <laughs> Sagging bird. <laughs> Kicking sag. <laughs> Stands with a sag. <laughs> Sags a lot. Sags a lot. <laughs> hey, man, I thought we were going to get our minds out of the gutter. Hey, we're in the dirty 30, baby. Dirty Sir 30. Sag a lot. Sag a lot. dirty in here all right we're gonna clean it up we're gonna all clean right, it up right. with a, with, a, with a game with a game that uh backed by popular demand what song is it then are you gentlemen ready yes i still think we need theme music today. i know oh, yeah. oh, before we start yeah. my brother is like hey man you and JC ever gonna get the get the what name it? <laughs> I get them all the time. He called me. He's like, hey, "Are you guys ever gonna get it right?" Or what? <laughs> all right. Well, shout out to your brother right now. You gotta go back and listen to those previous episodes because I got plenty of them right. <laughs> yeah, he you also, guys he, ever gonna yeah, get it right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh. He also, well, if you would tell him or <laughs> try one that we all know. <laughs> He also said he's down to golf with you anytime. Oh, yeah. That's yes, what sir. I'm talking about. Yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, no, I need to get out there. We all make sacrifices. <sighs> Look at that beautiful day out there. But I'm here recording for you people. For and, you. Uh, yeah. Because I love you. Because yeah. I love you. And that's why I'm here. Because we love you. <laughs> okay. Even if you don't love us, we understand. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll always be here for you. I don't care if you friend zoned us. <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care if you ghosted me. I still love you. <laughs> I don't care if you don't answer me for 10 hours. I'll still respond right away. <laughs> right away. 
I'm still resend the text Cause that's how strong my love is <laughs> Oh man I think we've all been friend zoned <laughs> I think so <laughs> <laughs> you just hear him out there saying, yeah, yeah. Good thing I friend zoned him. <laughs> anyway, okay, oh, on to the song. What song is it then? What song is it then? That jingle isn't stuck in my head all week. I kept thinking about it. Anyway, okay. Here's a little easier one. Um, if you were live in the 1990s, I heard this on the radio. A traffic jam when you're already late. A no smoking sign on your cigarette break. It's like 10,000 spoons when all you need is a knife. It's meeting the man of your dreams and then meeting his beautiful wife. Go ahead. Me, 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 me. Yeah, go for it. Isn't it ironic? Oh, is that it? I really do think. Land is more set? Yeah. And just for the record. Isn't it ironic? Randy's brother, I raised my hand like three words in. <laughs> Randy's brother, what's his name? What's his name? Adrian. 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 Okay, right, well, my right. bad. Shout out Adrian, man. Hey, shout out to Adrian. I raised my hand within the first four words. <laughs> Maybe he just meant me. <laughs> Wait, he he did, didn't, didn't, want, didn't want you to make or didn't want to make you feel yeah. bad, so he threw me in there. Didn't too. want to single me out. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. Next one, next one. Uh, another hit from the nineties. Because that's where my um, playlists usually end. It's in the 90s. Anyway, here we go. Push me up against the wall. Young Kentucky girl in a push-up bra. Falling all over myself. It's a country song. To lick your heart and taste your health. Boy, that's really weird. Jewel. Jewel. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, but it sounds like a jewel song. With the birds, I'll share this lonely viewing. With the birds, I'll share this lonely viewing. <laughs> I don't Stone know. Temple Pilots. Oh, uh, is it uh, right in the uh, same genre? Kinda? Yeah, kind of, yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. Yep. I got it. Right. Ding, 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 ding. We go. got a winner. You got go. the artist. What song? Oh, I don't know. Just sounds like a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Yeah. <laughs> With the birds I'll share a lonely view oh, I can't even do it I got the tune in I my know head. The, the melody Whisper to share a lonely view Yeah What's it called again? Scar Tissue Yeah Scar oh, Tissue man, That man. was uh, what's, what's his name I used to play that man It's like Push up against the wall Young Kentucky girl In a push up bra Yeah Kind of wraps it Rest in peace, but the homie Adrian I used to sing that. Remember? Oh, yeah. Scar tissue, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was um yeah, RP. Mr. Goes ahead. Um <clears throat> the first time I heard under the bridge was at his house in his room. Oh really? <laughs> he was jamming it out. And I was just like, What is this? And he was all singing it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. All right, good last stuff, one. Man. Oh good. What were you saying? Oh, I said good stuff, man. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. All right, tiebreaker. Tiebreaker, here we go. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. <clears throat> oh, you guys gave that one to me, huh? Yes. Yeah, you got that one? Okay, here we go. And in my mind, I'm a blind man doing time. Look 
to my future because my past is all behind me. Is it a crime to fight for what is mine? Everybody's dying. Tell me, what is the use of trying? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. You do a good job, my <laughs> It's that, yeah, that delivery that just yeah. throws me completely off. <laughs> you guys are be kicking yourselves. Oh, man. It's a Bob Arley song. <laughs> no. You said it was 90s, right? Yep. Are we still in the 90s? Okay. We're still in the 90s. Um, I, I don't know. <laughs> There's someone out there listening, yelling right now. Right now. It's all behind. They're raising their hand. They're waving. I know it. It's this, you dummy. And in my mind, I'm a blind man doing time. Look to my future because my past is all behind me. Is it a crime to fight for what is mine? Coolio. Uh, Biggie Smalls. Ice Cube. Tupac. <laughs> Tupac, yeah. Is it Tupac? What yeah. song? <laughs> <laughs> Only God can judge me. Only God can judge me. Okay. Huh, I must have missed that part. I missed that part, dog. I thought I was and a in my mind, I'm a blind man doing time. This guy is one of his speak on it too. <laughs> huh? The birds one. I was. I thought I was a. I thought I was a tupacologist. Actually, actually, I didn't because that's erased from memory. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that was a copyright infringement. Oh, yeah, we never explained that. There's like a bunch of episodes missing because we had yeah. music, so we're. Still getting around to that. So those of you that are going back and looking at our episodes and there's a big chunk of them gone. Oh. <laughs> we never we explained were, that. Uh, we were stepping on music. somebody's toes. Tough Gong Records, right? Yeah, Tough Gong. Um, there's yeah. Sticklers. Sticklers. And then so we just took off all the all the episodes that we had music on and we're going to edit those musics out. and um, Re-release. Yeah, we'll probably do some. I don't know. I was thinking about putting them like Kind of just, you know, making a video and put them on YouTube. Like, just put a picture there and then just have that playing. And then put them on YouTube because we do have a YouTube channel, but we haven't uploaded anything to it. We need some cameras in here. We do. I That's the next, the next step. step. Yep. Um, so, if you would like to donate. Yes. We're having a praise-a-thon now. We're going to go into it. <laughs> Pastor Randy's going to take over. Yes. About 15 of you guys are giving out $1,000 out of your Cobra cap. Yep. Uh, the mid per cap that you're getting tomorrow. Yep. Yes, that's what I heard. So that's into good ground. So into good. This is good ground right here. Right here. Right here. Right now. <laughs> Now's the time to see your blessing. Yes. That was pretty good. I almost started digging in my wallet. <laughs> <laughs> yes. You listening right now? Dig into your pocket. Sign over that check. We take Facebook Pay, Cash App, <laughs> Cash. <laughs> All that stuff. And no fees associated with Facebook Pay, guys. Yeah, no fees at all. Goes right to our checking account. You know, we should be getting paid for advertising that. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Facebook Pay? Mark Mark Zuckerberg (laughs) owes us some money now. He does. Oh, yeah. On that note, shout out to our our sponsors that have helped us out so far. Barjan Books. Yes, sir. Also, um, Diamond Diamond and Floberg Realty helped us get our mics. And yeah, Barjan hooked us up with some, got us our table, got us our cranes, got us our mixer, our laptop. Laptop. Now, Riverstone coming on board, so. 
And let's not forget the actual Sure Company too, because didn't they kind of make a? Oh yeah, Sure Company, Sure Mics. Uh, they donated two mics to us. Yes, sir. Which is pretty freaking awesome. It is pretty freaking awesome. So if you ever need a mic, hit up Sure. <laughs> tell them we sent you. Yep. Tell them unspoken words yes, sent sir. you. Get you in a dome. <clears throat> Get you in a dome. Right on. I think that was a pretty good warm up, man. Had some good laughs. Ready to go into our topic, gentlemen? Yes, sir. All right, well, DJ, are you ready over there? Uh, no, of course I'm not. Okay, well, once you're ready, give me the high sign and hit me with that B. Ayo, let's get into our topic. Ayo, let's get into our topic. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Dirty 30. And we're going to start off with, um, tonight we each brought a mini topic that we're going to talk about. And JC drew the smallest straw, so he's going first. So go ahead, take it the away. shortest straw. Shortest straw. So Favorite Indian. <clears throat> I, you know, we had a wide variety of, um, sub, or I guess, I don't know, I, I, uh, topics we could choose from. Uh, current event, something that happened to us, you know. Um, but I, I chose a current event, something that I read the other day about uh, a breached oil pipeline is uh, that spilt mm-hmm. on the Crow Reservation. Okay. And um, so it, it, I, I read the story out of um, the Billings, or yeah, I think it's Billings, is it? Anyway, so uh, this pipeline in... Let's see, I'm trying to look for it right now, sorry. See, I didn't know I was going to get the short end of the, or whatever, the straw, whatever we just now said. But <laughs> So I'm kind of, I'm, I'm scrambling. But anyway, so a pipeline, there's a pipeline <clears throat> broke or whatever, and it spilt. Um, they don't know, really know how many, how much oil. But I guess the reason why I brought it up is, you know, because um, it's one of those things that we've, you know that that was kind of in the, it was really hot in the news a few years ago because of uh, Standing Rock and the protests over there and what happened with all of that, and I was just kind of taken aback by it because you know they always say oh well we do every, we do all this we do all that to make sure that it's safe yeah. and that there's gonna not gonna be any spills and this one it doesn't look like um, it's affected the water yet according to the story uh-huh. so but still I mean. Yet being the key word, and yep. to me, I was like, man, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. And to all those who are, I guess, pro-pipeline, um, I mean, if they, that that's how you want to put it, but, you know, it, it, I mean, I can understand it, but at the same time, you know, we, we have to understand that these things are going to happen and they affect the people that are on the ground in the are you know in that area, yeah. it affects their water, it affects mm-hmm. their wildlife, mm-hmm. uh, the wildlife, and not not only that, the livestock, and then probably you know the the value of the land itself, because it's it's a it's a tox you know it's not supposed to be above ground. It's a toxic thing. Yeah. And so I mean I just wanted to get your guys' thoughts on it because I I was a you know I'm of the mind that if we live in a day and age where you know electric cars are a thing. You know, why not start moving towards that? 
all these oil companies have billions, like with a B, like malt, like hundreds, probably hundreds of billions, and they spend a lot of that money, um, going to Washington and buying the votes that they can use to keep transporting this stuff through not only indigenous lands but all through the land. I mean, we're we're connected to this entire continent. You know, um, some people. You know, I was thinking about this the other night too, like. You know, there's, we say, we say some people are, you know, reservation Indians, some people are uh, urban Indians, but to me, you okay? Okay. Bless anyway, but to me, the, the idea that, you know, you're off, you're on reservation, you're off reservation, that, that doesn't make sense because just because somebody came and drew an imaginary line on a piece of paper that represents the land doesn't mean that we don't belong to this entire continent because our ancestors were here a long for a long time. And I think that's a whole nother tirade, but, yeah. but, um, but I mean, getting down to the point, the fact that the fact of the matter is, is that we you know we have this connection to the land. We have the con- this connection to everything around us and that's the way we were taught. Yeah. You know, and it, it, we should be hurt when we hurt the mother earth our earth mother True. because to me i mean like all all this planet has to do is burp and we're gone <laughs> yeah a big old burp like yellowstone exploding yeah and so, so i mean anyway i i I'll, I'll keep just going so somebody take the wheel here all right well i'll jump in there <laughs> no i was just kind of like um I don't know. I was like indifferent i like annoyed annoyed by the the, the news of this pipeline breaking um, cause it's like, man, it's like going to get swept under the rug. It's barely getting any media play. Um, the billion dollar people, you know, those, you know, the billionaires, they're going to be like, they're going to do all they can to sweep it under the rug. I don't know if they'll go clean it up cause it's on our res out there. They're just going to be like, eh, they'll probably fix the pipe and everything and then keep things rolling. But then like the landowners out there are probably going to be screwed or they're going to be compensated. What's going to happen? You know? But we're not going to hear about that part <clears throat> at all. Um, I was in, I was in Cannonball at No Dapple um, when all that was going down. I went down there that Thanksgiving, and I was part of that. Just kind of took it all in. Um, <clears throat> so I seen what those people went through um, in their battles and how they were treated. So I was just really annoyed with it, the whole thing, and different ones were hitting me up. Last night, did you see this? Did you see this? And I was just like, uh, I was like right before bed, and I said, I don't even want to look at it. Yeah, I, I remember reading briefly about it. I don't really know too much. Um, kind of sucks because it, it's local. It sucks because you're not going to get enough traction. Um, sounds like it really wasn't even an emergency in the first place. Well, according to what this article is saying, is that it it's been it was. It broke a long time ago, yeah. like probably in the winter, and then it was they under didn't the snow. Oh, yeah, man. so it was under the snow, and then when the snow melted, then that's when they saw it. Yeah. So, I mean, but still, I mean, like if... But I think my thing is, like, you don't have technology that sees a... A break, a breach? Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're like, oh, you're not getting something wrong with the oil flow, like the flow of oil. Um, so oh, I get yeah, that part, not. like, you know, like, because I know... At the job I do now, when I was out at the plant, like everything is connected. 
And then also when I worked at Sugar Beet Factory, they also have things like, like everything is technology oriented Mm -hmm. now. And, and I assume, I know they say not to assume, but I would assume that the pipelines would be similar. Have Um, that. I mean, especially if they have all that money and if anything, you know, to put it in there to say, hey, we lost so many gall- or thousands of gallons of oil. Where's that going? You know, that's money in our pocket. You know, I'm playing devil, yeah. devil's advocate here, but you know, that's money out of our pocket. What's happening to it? So I think, you know, I, I mean, I get what, because, I mean, we have cars that we can drive around, and if our tire pressure is low, it's going to warn us. Yeah. yeah. So why not do that? Why not put in those safeguards? Yeah. And, 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 and my cynical mind already going to, as, you're, as you guys are saying that, is like, oh, there's, we're not getting that much. There must be a bus on the res. Oh, it's on the res. We'll take care of it later. F them. We'll take care of it later. Could be true. I mean, that's how I think about it. I mean, that's what that's where my mind's going that right could, now. That could be true, but then at the same time, it's like, I don't know. They got to find other, <clears throat> it's kind of like, <laughs> I don't know if you guys are familiar with, with like the freeways in major cities. Yeah. Like in, I'll use Minneapolis, for example, when they wanted to, build a a freeway the interstate what they did was they went to the ghettos they went to where it was poor folks Mm. and they basically forced them out to move paying them pennies on a dollar so that they would get out of the way of the freeway being built you know Mm -hmm. and that's kind of similar like to the way of like with the pipelines with native americans it's like i i'm kind of and i'll be honest i'm i'm torn between two worlds because it's like i see the benefits of oil because you also so, like, and people don't realize either. Like with the with the like the wind the windmills and and using uh, alternate energy, like they take like fifty five gallon of oil to run. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of these other folks, like the Democrats that are pushing it, like Nancy Pelosi and all them, like they fly everywhere. Yeah. So it's like you're a hypocrite. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, you're yeah, not yeah. going to talk to us about using different type of energy, but then on the other hand I'm like, man, like this is our people and we're being like like you said, like they're sweeping us under the rug. So like you see both sides, like the yeah, yeah, yeah. like the, you know, like my thing is like, okay, if you don't believe in oil, then stop driving your car, ride a bike everywhere. Mm-hmm. Don't use gas. You know, mm-hmm. don't use, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. that's that's how you're going to impact it. But then on the other end, I realized, like, we got to be rational, too. And it's like, but then on the other side, you're like, man, come on, man. Like, when is it going to give? Like, this happened on Native American land. And, and I'm not rambling. I'm going somewhere. But it's like, this happened <laughs> This happened on Native American land. When are we going to get the spotlight that we've been crying out for? Yeah. You know, every time, like we have something that happens to us like, man, it's swept under the rug. Like the whole issue at cannonball, like man, people were jailed. People were imprisoned. Somebody lost an eye out there. Like mm-hmm. nothing was even said. Like, and this wasn't even the police that did it. They were hired mercenaries that came in. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing even happened to them. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. So I do, I, I understand where you're coming from. I'm like, man, like you guys got to be smart in this. You're a billion dollar industry. I know you guys got technology that knows when there's something wrong. Yeah. And I totally agree with that. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. So, I, I mean, that's my issue on the whole. Mm-hmm. We need oil, yeah. but why does it always have to go through reservation land? Exactly. And <clears throat> not only that, um, compensation. Yeah. Like, you, you, first of all, they 
put us there. Like sort of like these concentration camps almost. Mm-hmm. Like, this is where you can stay. You can only stay. And, you know, and this is in the beginning. You can only stay here. You can't leave. You know, and I think that whole, the, the, a whole another side of that too is the fact that they kept us segregated from one another. Yeah. But that's another tirade. But anyway, I mean, like, like you know, like you said, are the landowners going to get compensated? Um, is the tribe going to be able to have any say in future, you know, um, incidents? Because this isn't the first time. In 2013, uh, Phillips 66 pipeline spilled up to 25,000 gallons of gasoline on the res, on the Crow Reservation. Do you remember, do you, are you guys familiar with that? The line that busted over here on the Yellowstone River? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and did it. you see how much attention that got? And they cleaned it up. They cleaned it up. They hired crew. They brought crews in to clean up the river. Like, you know, so that's the difference in Native America and mainstream America. Yep. And, and I don't see why, how you couldn't possibly get somebody to go out there and clean it up. You give them the right training. You give them the right equipment. Yeah. You give them everything they need. I know a bunch of Indians that if you pay them, they'll go out there and clean it up. Yeah. Some of them, yeah, some of them, like, I always tease our good friend. There's enough of them. I always tease our good friend, David, every time he posts a job, I'm like, crickets. Because <laughs> <laughs> the jobs are there, just people don't want to work. Sometimes, but. Yeah, a lot of times. I remember when that 2013, I was at a BIA. And like <clears throat> someone came over and was like, "Hey, yeah, they're, they're hiring people over there. So if you know any of your homies that need a job, send them over there." And I jumped on a horn right there and I started sending, or like telling people, I don't know if they went, but yeah, I at least spread the word. Work for a paycheck and yeah. go and hit the dope man or go to the liquor <laughs> store. <laughs> I don't care what you do with your paycheck. Just go work. <laughs> no, I'm just at that saying, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I know what you mean though. But and then even again <clears throat> in 1997, it spilled 97,000 gallons. On our res, on the res, yeah, the same, the same line, but this was two two different breaks. I don't, I mean, I don't know what the difference is because a break is a break, yeah. Um, but you know, and the thing with me is, is that I don't, I just don't like um, the fact that they can come through there, do whatever they want, and then be negligent, and then not, you know, have to answer for that. Yeah, because no that's, coverage. That's well, yeah, that. I mean, there's that, but I mean, they they should there should be. I guess it would have to be a law that has. I mean, there are environmental protection laws, but apparently they don't apply to Native America, and that's what the the Standing Rock was. The people in Cannonball, that's what they were doing. Was trying to prevent that because they know. I mean, they yeah. knew that this. I mean, it's a. They see it's, it. it's, a, it's a possibility. Yeah. That and then they, and it goes right underneath there where they get their water. It goes right underneath their river over there. Mm-hmm. So if it breaks there, then then they're affects their water and they're drinking sludge. Yep. <clears throat> so I think like with what's been said so far is like the administration, um, <clears throat> not the one that's in right now, but like whoever. But to let them come through, I mean, they should have had, like, some checks and balances. Hey, when they, you got to do annually checkups on your pipeline to make sure everything's good. You know, have pay, having the oil company come in and check their pipelines. Don't you think? Well, yeah. And I mean, uh, that's what, that should have been put in place, like, back way back when. Instead of being like, oh, yeah, 
go ahead, put that pipeline through here, give us the money. And what did they do with that money? Probably nobody knows. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's just my thoughts. They got Cynical. some 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 billion dollar <clears throat> million dollar yachts and mansions and nice cars and gated they, communities and high rises. They don't care because you also see that at like Westmoreland, right? So they did a layoff, and, and what they did was they filed for, like, bankruptcy. Mm-hmm. Or they they petitioned the government to, you know, saying that we can't do this and do that. And they <clears throat> wanted to lower the cost of royalties and stuff. They were like, we can't pay this. And, and But what they did was they got this money, they laid off some employees, and then right around Christmas time, man, all the executives <laughs> in that company got freaking huge bonuses. Oh, from all that people they laid off. Yeah, like not from, but the from the um, from the government help, you know. Yeah, so they were like huge. Um, they were like huge royalties too. I mean, yeah, not, yeah. not royalties, but huge, like bonus checks. You yeah. know, like millions of dollars. Yeah, and they were saying that they were like, "We need help because we can't pay our employees. We got to pay these guys off." But then when they did get the help, what they did was they paid the freaking executives, the corporate side. Made them make sure they were well taken care of, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah. it's like, they, they, they do got money, and there are laws out there, but it's always used to their benefit. Oh, yeah. and, and it's like beating a dead horse because those big, those huge corporations like that, man, they're dirty. I yeah. mean, look how many times, not only, say, oil pipelines and stuff, but like big tobacco lied for the longest time. Um, the, the pharmaceutical companies lied about uh, uh, opioids, uh, Oxycontin in particular. Now, did you see them, like, coming after menthol cigarettes? You know who smokes menthols? <laughs> Minorities. Yeah. yeah. Like they're trying, they're literally trying to stop menthols because there's like, it's bad, but like most of the menthol smokers are minorities. Yeah. And well, that's not a bad thing. I mean, I mean, it's not bad. <laughs> it, it's really not, but it's like, you see it, it's targeted. And, and when you, when you do say something like it, it, it is like they're, they always are targeting certain races. Hmm. But like I said, they're, they're dirty. I mean, they're they're they'll they, they lie, they 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 steal, they cheat, and the, and the thing about it is, again, follow the money. What do they do with their money? They go to Washington and they lobby, and they pay these lobbyists who turn around, or yeah, and then they, that they they turn around and then these people in Congress they get that money. Essentially, it's like a legal bribe. Oh yeah, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's all it is. That's how the government's run anyway. So, there it is. Yeah, and I think I've seen, this was a few months ago, I came across this article where this indigenous lawyer, Native American lawyer, was starting to look into, like, <clears throat> those hired hands, those, you know, the 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 police that were the hired security guards that were police mercenaries that were hired at No Dapple Cannonball, <clears throat> um, was going to start looking into pressing charges. And my first thought, you know, again, cynical, it's just like, man, I hope uh, it's probably not going to go anywhere. But I was hoping that it does. Um, but I'll follow up and I'll find that article and I'll bring it back here in a week or two. Yeah, <clears throat> But, yeah, definitely annoying, very annoying that, you know, I I didn't even know that there was a pipeline on our res. What's neither did I. Yeah. And you never know these things until they break, until it's too late. Yeah, so, like. Why wasn't that public knowledge? Why didn't we know that? I mean, might have been. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, God forbid, you know, some kids are out there riding horses or, you know, doing whatever, and they got into it. 
And I think, like, yeah, that, that, uh, I mean, even if that Native American lawyer, like, does bring up some dirt, like, he's got to expect, like, he's going to be targeted. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know if you guys are familiar with Sean King, but he's kind of, like, a big uh, activist in in terms of, like, law. Mm -hmm. And, um, but he posted yesterday on Instagram and he said, I'm being harassed by this law firm that works for Carlos Vega, the disgraced former prosecutor who just lost in Philadelphia. What's wild is that the attorney there is also harassing me. Louis Tumolo, a.k.a. Lou Tumolo, also used to work in the Philadelphia DA's office and wrongly convicted a young black man named Sherman McCoy using false evidence and false testimony from another monster from the Philly police, Detective Philip Nordo. Nordo was a serial rapist. He was raping boys and men all over the city, at the jail, at the police station, everywhere, and would frame them if they didn't allow it. In essence, the disgraced prosecutors from Philly, who would all have their law licenses removed, are now either running to defeat Larry Krasner or harassing any of us who try to hold them accountable. Now the beastly firm thinks I'm just going to take this harassment quietly, but that's not my way. Let them know how you feel. Hmm. Like, this is a man that's, you know, fighting corruption. Yeah, on the East Coast, and now he's being targeted by these people that are supposed to be protecting. Yeah, and I, I feel like that's what's going to happen with you know not asking for bad something oh, yeah. bad, but it's like, dog, <sighs> you, you got to be prepared if you're going to you know go yeah. after the government. Yeah, because the good old boys club. Yep, exactly. You know. Yep, exactly, and then definitely prayers for this lawyer that's going after them. So yeah. that's all I got. Well, that's, uh, yeah, I think definitely keep on coming back to that and it's going to keep coming up. Yes, sir. So, and and not, not only, you know, we, we started out talking about the oil pipeline, but then, you know, it's all these things are so connected, you know, related because they're all basically the same thing. The powers that be want to stay in power. They want to keep their wealth. They want to keep their position. They want to abuse that power. And when the people start to speak up, yeah, and they use it to silence them. Yep, exactly. And that's like the whole thing with like lobbyists too, isn't it? Like with big money, mm-hmm. like they get these people that like the billion dollar, you know, folks, and oh, we'll pass this law if you do this. You yep. know. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, good topic, man. Thank you, JC. Yep. Thanks for bringing that up. <clears throat> so I'm gonna do a no look pass over here to Randy. He's got oh. he got some he wants to talk oh, about. Katie, Randy, <laughs> dirty thirty. <laughs> Dirty thirty, but I kind of wanted to address the um, the crow stimulus. Okay, I'm excited about it. What about you guys? Like, I mean, it definitely comes in handy. It comes at a good time. Yeah, is it um, COVID money? I believe so. Oh, is it? It's gotta be. Yeah, I, I believe it's COVID money. Uh, I was watching like a little short video that the current chairman um, shared. Okay. Went live and. Was able to catch a little bit of it um, before I got ready on the way down. I'm like, okay, man, that's kind of dope, man. Right so, on. like, it, it seems like this chairman is kind of doing, like, he's in our age range, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, He's yeah. in our generation. And it's awesome to see a young a young man about our age, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, middle age. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, we're, middle, um, <laughs> we're reaching that middle age. But, yeah, it, Speak it's. Speak for yourself. It's awesome. Like not, it is. <laughs> not to be, like, I don't, you know, neither for or against the chairman. It's just, like, I just, I'm happy as a tribal member like okay man that's dope man we got a leader that's not just monetarily but you know doing good things and i commend that um i mean i feel i mean i'll take the 500 person yeah and just i mean this is probably covid money that 
was given out to the tribal government and then they decided to disperse it to the members. Yes. Um, and they probably could have did anything with it, you know, built some new buildings or bought bought themselves cars or, you know, yeah. I mean, or they could have did anything with it, but then they're turning around uh, realizing that there's just job scarcity on the reservation. So they're like, hey, we're going to give this to the people. Yes. <clears throat> and so for me, yeah, I mean, that's good. I I mean, I ain't going to not take it. <laughs> <laughs> right. <clears throat> you know what I mean? $500, $500. million in masks. Five hundred <laughs> must be a peach of a hand. I don't. I don't know where I got the twenty three million from, but I'm I'm too good for that five hundred dollars. I'll give it to me then. Five hundred should have been a thousand. Oh man, there's probably some people out there. It probably is. <clears throat> They're only giving us five hundred. Where's the breast? Yeah, that's, what the, that's just what I was gonna say too. It's like, where's the rest of it? What happened to the rest? Yeah, I, was, I mean. I got a trip coming up, so that's where that 500 is going to go to. So, Well, my car needs a tune-up, so thank you. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Chairman White Clay. Yeah. That's uh, what uh, I, I made a joke on Facebook. I was like, if you've been sober, don't oh, yeah, <laughs> use yeah. this money to relapse. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, I, was like, I mean, that's the truth, though. But I said it, like, for me, because I was like, okay, like, before I had a job and before, you know, I was responsible, like, what I would do is, like, anytime I got per cap, anytime... That was a reason to party. Oh, yeah. You know, I'd be sober for like 30 days, yep. 20 days, you know, and then you're like, oh, man, I got a little bit of extra change in my pocket. Let me uh, go grab a bottle. And go grab a bottle. Go get that good stuff. Yeah, let me yeah. go Let me go grab some dope, you know? Yeah, no, back like back in the day, maybe like 20 years ago, everybody was like, yeah, we'll get a per cap sack. Yeah. You know? Like, that's actually a thing. Yeah, that's <laughs> a thing. Then go get a per cap sack. Now it means something else. It don't mean weed. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, man. <clears throat> I said it as a joke. I said it just being funny. But there's, you know, there was truth to that joke. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like, I felt it. I was just like, whoa, man, that probably is. Because, like, as an addiction counselor, like, I seen a lot of people, their number, their trigger was money. Yeah. Just like what you said, they got a little jingle to their pocket. Like, oh, I'm, I can get a bottle. I can get this. I can get that. I can get some pills. I can blah, blah, blah. Yep. I'm going to go party. Or else, you know, that's I'm go. I can I can buy a tall pack. They start drinking and they start looking for their eight ball. Yeah, you know, I'll grab a sack and flip it. Yep, <clears throat> never happens. Never. No. Nope. End up losing it all. Yep. End up losing it all. End up being broke the next day, two days, three days. Next Monday, broke. You know. Yeah. Or they, you know, get it all cash yeah. while partying. Get rolled. Get rolled. Yeah. <laughs> and. Uh, I like how you guys are speaking in the past tense too. Oh yeah, because <laughs> it all happened before. Because <laughs> you know, tomorrow it's going to start again with some people. Yeah, tomorrow people aren't going to have their five hundred dollars. Yeah, that's the one thing I learned is that you know, just because I have money doesn't mean I have to spend it right away. Ooh, true, man. That's a that's a huge one. True. There's yeah. also a story in the Bible where the man was given talents and he just went and buried it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then never grew. Yeah. So. Well, t- like t- I said, <laughs> don't have to right, right away. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm just saying, no, I, I agree with you. I, I, no, I used to, like, um, I remember a few years ago, I'd just get my per cap and I'd hang on to it. And then I posted, like, a week later. Like, yeah. oh, who can say they still have their check? And I posted a picture <laughs> of it. 
God bless. <laughs> that's, well, hopefully this one won't bounce anyway. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. Yeah, that's cool. That's true, man. Go like, deposit it right away. Or you just get cash money. No, that's true. I, I think, you know, like it, it's meant like it, it's meant with good intentions. It's meant to help the people. I was just, you know, like I said, making a joke about it. But there is some truth to it. It's like, man, make good decisions with your cash. Oh, yeah. You know? And yeah. I feel like one of the best ways that we can do it is like, especially as natives and what I'm learning and trying to teach myself is like to let my cash work for me. Yep. You know, rather than me going out and trading, you know, which I am doing right now is trading my time for cash. Mm-hmm. It's like I I want to get in a position where my cash is doesn't matter where I'm at in the world, mm-hmm. my money's growing. Yeah, you know, having income, knowing that your money's working for you. So there's always you know always ways to grow. For sure, for sure, for sure, for sure. And I think my thing I'm always looking like I'm I'm always thinking about like side hustles, like I always think of them and then like plan it out, but I never pull the trigger. Then yeah. I start thinking about another side hustle. Yeah. Um, cause I'm trying to get into the shoe game, but that's a whole different thing, man. Uh, trying to get in there and flip them or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause like the Jordans, you know, they'll sell for like 190 bucks or $200 and boom, right away you can, you can put them on the market for like 400 bucks and people buy them. Yeah. Um, but there's like a whole bidding war, standing in lines and all this kind of thing. So it's like, whoa. What you need to do is get into the Pokemon card game. I know people scrapping over them. Is that the one that was? Going crazy? What was going crazy? Yeah. There was well, like, actually, it's it's any kind of trading card, but I, I guess Pokemon in particular. But no, like recently, like within the past month or so. Yeah, because over during the pandemic, for whatever reason, these this these cards, these trading cards, um, even sports cards, they all went up in value. Okay. Hmm. And so now, when people know, you know, just like you know, people noticed that, and then so they all started rushing out to get them, and then they were having, you know, uh, I guess. <clears throat> just kind of like how they were having those toilet paper shortages. Yeah. You know, yeah. People were fighting over toilet paper. Yeah. But these people were fighting over these cards. Pokemon. And hmm. so some places decided not to sell them. Other places will put them behind the glass mm. where you can't just go over there and grab them. And then even other places too, they won't, because you know, you can get the cards in the whole set, the box set. Yeah. But then they, they said, they, no, they're not, we're not going to do that. We're going to sell you a pack. At a time. One pack at a time. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was, I think you said it, or I remember I was in part of a different conversation. They said that some places were only allowing people to buy one or two packs. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. And that's what they're doing with toilet paper and hand sanitizer last year. Man, you see that that family that sold hand sanitizer? Like, they went and wiped out, like, all the dollar stores, and then they were freaking selling them for, like, Oh yeah, yeah. Their profit right. margins were crazy. They got in trouble for that. Yeah, they, they got, got in trouble. Yeah, that. they they and then he was like, "Now we don't know what to do because we got you know our garage and yeah, and stuck with all this and like they wanted people to feel sorry for them and it was like, no man, you were taking advantage of this. Yeah, man. you were like, taking advantage of people's fear. There was yeah. even a guy that was selling like he had a, the back of his truck full of toilet paper and he was selling them by the row. Yeah, on the side of the road. And, like, there's, like, a video of him getting arrested or they're telling him not to do it anymore or something. Man, I admire the hustle, but then at the same time, there's a part called humanity. Like, dog, like, your fellow human is in distress. Help him. Yeah. You know? And like he said, too, taking advantage of the fear. Or one of you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. Taking advantage. I mean, that's that's unscrupulous, as it would as it were. Yes, sir. It's just, you know, it's just, it's dirty. I mean, dirty thirty, man, for real. Dirty thirty. But yeah, any ideas about what you guys are going to do with the stimulus? Uh, like I said, I'll probably put it into my car. I need a 
oil change. Man, did I tell you it was seventy dollars to get an oil change in that car? What? At really? The, at the dealership? Huh? At like the, the you got to go up there. The no in Dodge. Oh, do you can't oh, go to like it? the master loop or something? I probably I don't know. My dad. Don't you got to go overseas to get your oil change? <laughs> I got what a, the fiat? I got, I got a, I got a FedEx it back to Italy. <laughs> hey, I seen this one. I, I know your car's new, but like, there was this one. Like, what are you talking about? A foreign? That foreign's no foreign. It's, a, it's damn near a citizen now. <laughs> Says something like that. Yeah. I probably butchered the meme, but you know what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I get it. I get it. But yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Green gonna, card. <laughs> <laughs> Jazz up the Fiat. Yeah. What the Fiat? What the Fiat? The sucker's nice. It's clean, man. I like it. I like it. It's fun. Yeah, it's, it's cool, man. I feel like Bowser like or Donkey Kong yeah. and I ride in it. Yeah. That's right. I had both of you guys in there. <laughs> the I felt like throwing some banana peels or a turtle shell. <laughs> <laughs> Go right into the shopping cart area. <laughs> what was that one? Like, I think it was on, like, Mario Kart two or three, you throw something out and they shrink. Oh yeah, was that the mushroom? Yeah, no, it wasn't the mushroom. It was uh, what? What did you throw out and they shrunk? I can't remember. Was the mushroom? Wasn't it it the mushroom? Wasn't it a star? No, the star. Remember, it makes you glow and then you hit somebody and it's over everybody. All right. I think it was. It was a different color. No, the mushroom made it go bigger, didn't it? No, no. I think. yeah, it was like a little mushroom. You throw it out and people okay, hit yeah. it, and then they turn small then they for a little bit. Real you can, mini. You can barely go, and it has that cool little noise. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yoshi was my favorite. Yeah, I, I always was, used Yoshi. I was uh, what's that one with the big old head? The, the big old um, mushroom, like head. the whole turtle. Oh, what is that one's name? Not the princess, Wait. but the the one that was always like. You thought you'd beat the castle, and then it was. Then it was that, out? and that one with the like the, the mushroom head, Bowser. the spaceballs helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I know who you're talking about, but is it the mushroom it. princess? Yeah. <laughs> 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 just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> you guys just look at each other like what? <laughs> Stupid, oh, if anybody knows, hit us up. Yeah, yeah. Just let, let us know, and then we'll come back to that. Well, yeah, just hit us up in our inbox, our email, our Facebook page. If you know the name of that mushroom princess sure. lady, let us know. <laughs> oh man, it's a toad princess. That's, toad what, princess. It That's toad what it was. That's what it was. Toad okay. princess. I don't know if she's a princess though. What did I say? You guys started laughing. <laughs> The mushroom, mushroom queen, <laughs> mushroom, mushroom princess. princess. <laughs> oh, mushroom princess. <laughs> but, but I don't. Uh, I don't think she's a a, a, a princess, princess, is she? I think well, she's just like the real she has the in her head. In her what? head. In her she's, head. Is, she's just like the real princess. In her mind. Like, no, my question is: Is she good guy or bad guy? Because she was always with Bowser. No, because remember she, you defeated Bowser and then she would come out. Jezebel. Oh. Jezebel. <laughs> Delilah. Ahab and Jezebel. That was her. She's the one who cut Samson's hair. Yeah, she was the one behind the scene that was pulling <laughs> the strings. I think she was just the real princess's like little stooge or whatever, you know? No, she's probably more like um, Cinderella's stepmother. Just rude and crude. Mm. All I know is that her little car can haul, or yeah, it goes really fast. <laughs> You're about to say haul. <laughs> <"Beep."> <laughs> I don't have my sensor button queued up yet. But oh, okay. Otherwise, I would have. All right. Well, I guess you don't have to message us now. We figured it out. So, yeah, haul. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> okay. 
Good one, good one. So I was going to, my topic, my mini topic for this evening, <clears throat> uh, the 25th, which was yesterday, correct, gentlemen? No, two uh, days ago. Two days ago, two days ago. Okay, yeah, 25th was the year anniversary of um, the passing of George Floyd, and there was this meme that was going around that is, you know, very sickening to me. I was like, whoa. I mean, I know the internet is undefeated. I know it gets pretty raunchy on there, but I thought this was like a brand new low. They had a picture of George Floyd, and the meme reads, congratulations on your one year clean and sober. And when I first seen that, I was just like, what? Like, what? Like, WTF, man. Like, for real, like, this person lost their life. I mean, we've said that on this um, on this podcast, on a previous episode, like, he was a person. And despite, you know, what his background was, he was killed. He was murdered on that day. Yes. May 25th. And to make a meme out of that, and I'm sure there's some individuals in this community, in this country, that looked at it and laughed. Where it made, it didn't make me really mad. It just, like, it was cringeworthy, and then it was, like, sad. I was just like, wow, wow, this, this man lost his life and started a whole movement. And there's still people in this world that just look at him and would look at that meme and laugh. And that was just it was very upsetting to me. And then after it was posted, then all these, you know, then the arguments started. Yeah. Uh, uh, people were like, just a joke or blah, blah, blah. And it's like, no, 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 no. I know, like, I go kind of far. I'm kind of insensitive with my humor at times but like i said this when i seen this i was like this is a new low like a new low like there's rock bottom and they got their pulaski out and they dug even lower you know what i mean and i just wanted to get your thoughts on it boys gentlemen well as you know like like you were saying (laughs) i'm guilty of you know taking my humor a little too far sometimes yeah um and uh, th- saying things that I think are funny in the moment, mm-hmm. but then you know realizing, oh man, that's that's not right. That's not you can't you know it's, it's not funny. Yeah. Um. Exactly. It wasn't funny at it, all. It wasn't funny at all. But um, and see, like <clears throat> one year later, and they're kind of just riffing off what you said. One year later, and these people are not seeing the human being. They're not seeing what happened to him. They're not yeah. seeing. Um, the 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 bigger issue that that magnified, yeah. Um, all they're seeing is the addiction. All they're seeing is the ugliness. His rap sheet. All they're seeing is, yeah, like you know, his past. Yeah. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again. It doesn't matter if you're using drugs or if you're you know drunk on alcohol. Nobody deserves to die. Nobody deserves to be killed. Nobody deserves to be hurt. Nobody deserves to be assaulted. Nobody deserves to be, you know, negatively affected in that way. Yeah. Um, regardless of what they were doing. So, to me, it just it 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 pisses me off that we can't see him as the human being that he was, even after. I mean, not you know, not we as in us, but you know. 
I have to say, as a human being, as, as a, a whole, as he, yeah, as us as collectively human beings as a whole, we cannot see him as the human being that he was. Mm-hmm. And there were people out there that are still out there that loved him, mm-hmm. that love him, mm-hmm. and he was a big part of their lives. And despite his problems, so what? Yeah, this man was murdered in front of us. You know, not in front. I mean, it, it, in today's day and age you know everything is basically in front of us when we see it on the uh, on video yeah so i mean i just i i i kind of have to take a step back because i i mean you know me and i'm gonna start cussing around and you know just really getting into it but i guess the overall my overall feeling of it was just disgust Mm -hmm. and and confusion mm-hmm. and also hurt like i i hurt and for, for so many different reasons not not the least of which is that he passed away and that he left family members behind and so um yeah i'll i'll, I'll pass the torch right now because you know and i'll jump back in obviously because we, like yeah. we like to interrupt each other of but, course <laughs> of course but yeah that's <laughs> I'll leave it at that because I'm starting to grit my teeth and I'm going to... I don't know if you guys noticed, but I let you guys talk. <laughs> oh, yeah. Practicing right. self-control. <laughs> no, but uh, I felt like it was distasteful. I received a couple calls yesterday um, about that same particular mm-hmm. uh, meme. And it, it, like I said, man, it's just distasteful. There's nothing more dishonoring than making a joke out of somebody who lost his life at the hands of unjust police brutality. Mm-hmm. Like this man lost his life over making a mistake, whether he was drunk or high. Like that wasn't our place to judge. Yeah, and I think I'm more bothered by the fact that mainstream society is okay with this. Yeah, and it doesn't scare me about like people that are like racist. What yeah. scares me is the people that are in the community that are racist. Mm-hmm. That would not share this. Yep. The people behind closed doors that would not, you know, yeah. let us know that they're outright racist. Yeah. And then that's really like, I realize like the enemy is not these people. The enemy is the system that was built by these people. Yeah. Because we see it far too many times, man. Like, and I'm like, man, like we living in Billings, like dog, like, and that is distasteful. If you shared that. Yeah. Like you just exposed yourself to the rest of Billings residents how racist and insensitive you are as a person and that yeah. you need help. Mm-hmm. Especially like making a joke at an expense of a man who lost his life. Yeah. And whether you agree or not, whether you agree with why he died or not, like it still doesn't mean that he deserved to die. Yeah. Like one of the calls that I got, like, he was like, man, this man was. Kind of like to say what JC said, like, this is somebody's son. This is somebody's dad. This is somebody's, like, loved one. Like, there's actual people out there that grieve for this man still. Yep. And then imagine jumping on your phone just like you do and seeing something about the person that you care and love for. Yeah. Seeing them made into a meme, like, oh, one year sober. Like, dog, that joke would probably be funny some other time, but not today, bro. Like, he didn't die because he was high. He didn't die because he was drunk. He died because a police officer who was sworn to protect and to serve the community chose to put his knee on his neck. 
Mm-hmm. And for you to say that he died because of drug and alcohol use mm-hmm. is stupid. Yeah. And like the same people that the person that made that was probably, you know, he's probably under the, I'm making an assumption here. Yeah. They're probably like this George Floyd. He's a POS. So he's not, you know, they took the humanity out of it. What I seen in that meme is like, whoever made it, whoever shared it, they're taking the humanity out of the whole thing. Like this person was a human being just like you. Yep. And, and my thing is like, granted, like I'm not asking for anything bad to happen to whoever shared the meme. Mm-mm. But when you go through something similar, you're going to be asking for mercy. Oh, you're going to be asking like, mercy. oh, poor me, poor me. I shouldn't be in this thing. But yet you made the joke at the expense of a man who lost his life. Yep. Yep. And like um, a friend of mine, or I consider a friend, uh, he commented on the person that shared this and like kind of basically was saying what we're saying, you know, this is like in, inconsiderate, you know, you're. This is this is a terrible thing that you're sharing. Why are you sharing it? And then the guy came back and like defended it and was like calling my friend a racist for calling him on his racism. He turned around and called my friend a racist, and then I was just like, man, I was kind of blown away by that. You know, I was like, whoa, yeah. Like, what is this? What is that mind state? How can you get in that mind state that you think it's okay to share this, and then when you're called on it, you call that person a racist? Yeah. Like what, what kind of privilege, what kind of like, what kind of upbringing did you have? That's what scares me, especially coming from Montana. Like, because a lot of these people that live in Billings come from small town Montana Mm -hmm. and not even that, even the people from Billings, like, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, they're like, dog, and it makes it uncomfortable as a freaking minority to go and walk. Like, man, there's so many eggshells that I walked down this past year. Mm. Because of me voicing my view mm-hmm. and realizing how unpopular it was as a person. Yeah. And also realizing, like, bro, the reservation is 12 miles south of Billings. Yep. Yet mainstream society in Billings, Montana, feels like it's a world away. Yep. And then we take the humanity out of it. Like we, like you say, you always say that. Like, we take the humanity out of it. And we do because we... we we look at the people that are downtown mm-hmm. who are all races, yeah. but we magnify one race. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And the problem is these guys. Yeah. The problem is them. Yeah. It's like, no, it's not the problem. No. And on that note, my soapbox for that is like homelessness, these people on the street, is a product of mainstream society, mainstream government, um, historically. Native Americans, we didn't have homeless people. We took care of each other. We did have people that we banished, but they went out and they were, you know, set, prepared. They could take care of themselves. But within our, you know, our nomadic way of life, we we didn't have any homeless people. So the people you see on the street corners panhandling and stuff, that's a product of mainstream society, not our society, and it's not a product of our culture. And that kind of brings me to another point, like, like even the, like we always encourage people to apply for jobs, right? Well, I've Mm -hmm. been known, like I've been informed by various sources, credible sources Mm -hmm. that they have applied for these government, city government positions and they've all been denied, Mm -hmm. you know? And it's like, why is it like, 
and it don't make sense. Oh, you're encouraging us to apply, but when we do apply, you slide our application to the side. Yep. Why is that? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of goes back to that good old boy, you know? We can't handle We can't hire that native. Mm-mm. We don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. <clears throat> We've met our quota. <laughs> going, Man, go, that, that going back to what you said, me. too. Like Not anger, but... Traditionally, um, we did take care of our own, and that kind of even goes back to what we were talking about earlier about, you know, that $500, you know, just the tribal leadership. The tribal leadership said, yeah, we're going to give some to the people without probably without even thinking about it. Like they probably already knew that, yeah. So, you know, we've always taken our, and even then too, like banishment was was a really, 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 really rare thing. Yeah. It was rare because it was severe. Yeah. But it was really rare. And so traditionally native people didn't throw people away Mm -hmm. at all. You know, we understood that in our culture, we understood that people make mistakes and that, and that then you, 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 you can move on from that. Yeah. That makes any sense. So, um, and the other thing too is, uh, this, the, the, the system wasn't created for us anyway. Oh, no. And knowing that, um, it's going to take a lot, it's going to take a lot to change. And I think with this momentum, uh, because of what happened to George Floyd, God rest his soul, we need to keep our foot on the gas. Yeah. We need to keep talking about this. We can't let his name, anybody else's name, you know, there's a lot of native people, you know, uh, Per capita, Native people are killed by police more than any other race. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, out of a hundred people, you know, more Indians are going to die mm-hmm. by police. And that always grinds my gears because you always see mainstream society come in. Well, what did he do? Do we have all the facts of this case first? Yeah. Well, maybe if he wasn't drunk. Maybe if he wasn't this. Maybe if he wasn't that. Yeah. And then my my counter argument is like. What about that guy in Atlanta? What about that guy down in Colorado Springs? They shot and killed a bunch of people. Yeah. And they got taken into custody. Well, that was different. Those are two different police departments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dog, man, I've heard it all before, bro. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I had this discussion with a guy who came into the office, and, and he was, you know, he was in there, and he was like, yeah, and he was explaining. He had all these stats and, and stuff like that, and I'm like, dog, but you don't realize the common denominator, and I brought that up. I'm like, what about Georgia, dog? Like, what about yeah. the East Coast? Like, what happened there? Yeah. Well, those are different police departments. You can, and it's like, yeah, but it's all right for you to throw us in a sum, in one lump. Yep. But you can't do that to yours. Yep. What you know? those? What what that is at its core is just thinking errors and defense mechanisms. Yep. And what we use those things for is to alleviate us from guilt. Yep. Exactly. So Basically, lying to ourselves. Uh, and 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 these lies are based in false beliefs. Remember, I was talking about yeah. from the core, you know, from the root to the fruit. Mm-hmm. So these things and the these people who have these beliefs that oh, it's not that bad, or you're just you know what was he doing, or he probably deserved it, or asked for it, or you know this, that, and the other. <clears throat> this has been ingrained in their system from day one. Yeah. Oh yeah. So it's. They might not even realize that they're doing it. 
because it's 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 just so part of their system. Oh yeah, their their inner workings. You know, the the brain and the, the way they think and the way they were raised and how they they view the world. You know what gets me is like when they ask the question, "Why does everything got to be about race?" Yeah, like bro, you made it about race from the beginning. Like Yo, your job dude, was. You- <laughs> You put us on a reservation because of race. <laughs> like, Why you know, racism, like, start, like, this actually started before the country was founded in, like, the 1600s. Oh, yeah. I mean, racism is, like... Like, their ability to trade was, like, slaves. Like, they actually traded slaves oh, yeah. well, as product. Yeah. I guess if, if we're doing that, then, you know, to be honest, racism started before they ever showed up. <laughs> they, they yeah. were doing it over there. No, but that's what I'm saying is, like, you, you found a country because you're looking for religious freedom... But yet you're enslaving people. And what they did back then was also create laws, say, okay, you can come to Christ, yeah. but you, you're you still a slave. Oh, yeah. You can be free spiritually, but you can't be free physically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is crazy, bro. Yeah, they came to the country to, they're running away from religious persecution, but they came over here and persecuted us yeah. for our beliefs. So, and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, I get, I mean, it's crazy. And using something... That's good at its core to justify their actions. Yeah, mm-hmm. saying you know I didn't like, do that. I wasn't part of that. Well, no, you know you heard of manifest destiny, right? Yeah, that's what they use. Manifest destiny. In other words, God gave us this. Yeah. yeah. So now we're gonna go out there and take it, regardless of who was already out there. Yeah. They're comparing themselves to like Joshua. Yeah. You know, and when he went into the land of Canaan. But also, I also figure, I also find out that most of these people that that try to justify the Bible like that, they also forget about the part of the Bible where it says to feed the foreigner, to yeah. house the foreigner. Mm-hmm. You know, to, yeah. you know, like to pray for your enemy, to bless your enemy, bless those that persecute you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But and, it, but then that's the thing is that they you can be they they they're selective. They you cherry get to, pick. You get, you get to pick and choose yeah. what parts apply. That, that's the difference between nationalist Christianity and. Biblical Christianity, mm-hmm. because nationalist Christianity will place your country above Christ, and that was my problem with the whole like political yeah. uh, realm. Was like, man, you cannot take your say your Republicans and and do this when it's like, no, man, like I understand, like, but there's also things that aren't biblical that are happening, mm-hmm. and like if you're gonna call it, call it both ways. That's uh-huh. always been my stance, and like I'll never say I'm a Democrat, and I'll never say I'm a Republican because I'm neither. Yeah. But but it's like it's like my problem with the whole thing, especially with my faith, is like you got the left side demonizing the right side, and you got yeah. the right side demonizing the left side, and it's like, man, whether you guys are believers or not, like you're still demonizing each other. Yeah, call it both ways. Yeah, Raph. call it call it fair both ways. Yeah, if you're what what stands for your stance right here has to stand for this over here. If you're calling, you know, like you're calling for the wall to be built, then you better house the foreigner. No. You're, you're pro-life then then when that life comes you take care of it you're not pro-life you're pro-birth yeah you know mm-hmm. or like, if you say pro-life then stop executing people yeah mm. exactly yeah and then if you're talking about like if you talk about like if you're talking about justice then then judging righteousness yeah realizing like man your your minority brothers and sisters are dying for the wrong skin tone mm-hmm and stop denying that there is, uh, uh, what, what's what's the word that the prejudice, white um, privilege, yeah, the privilege, mm. and use your privilege in the right way. Yeah, 
You know, if you're white and you're listening, speak up when unjust things happen. Oh, yeah. Whether you agree with the man's lifestyle or not. And, and I always take this person because I'm like, okay, so if I was to get shot by a cop today, I'm a youth pastor now, right? Yeah. If I was to get shot by a cop today, the first instinct for mainstream America. Check his rap sheet. And they'll find out that I committed a violent crime in 2009. Mm-hmm. So they'll justify my death today on something that happened 12 years ago. Oh, it was violent. He had a gun. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that, that somewhere inside their brain justifies my murder. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's what he did 12 years ago. But yet you believe in Christ. You believe in, in being a new creation. Mm-hmm. The old has passed away. Behold, the new creation has come. Mm-hmm. You know, like the old life died. Like we, we, we lift up this name. I'm speaking from a Christian perspective. We lift yeah. up this name of Jesus who accepts all people no matter what they've done and he's forgiven them. But yet, because we're a Republican or we're a Democrat, we say that this is right and this is wrong. Yeah. And that goes against what the Bible is saying. Mm-hmm. You know, God is a loving God, but he's also a God of justice. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, he's, he's like, he has all these different characteristics about him. Mm-hmm. And, like, and the reason why I praise God today is because he saved my life. He took me from not having any purpose to literally pulling me from my deathbed. Mm-hmm. That's why I live my life the way that I live now. Mm-hmm. But on the other hand, it's like, man, what bothers me is seeing the mainstream church. Mm. And I'm like, man, like my views, like battle mm. cages. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or the you cage know? rattlers over here. And it's like, dog, like, and, but then at the end of the day, it's like, no, man, like, I'm not better than you and you're not better than me. But what I'm saying is like, don't tell me I'm wrong because I see it a certain way. True. Very true. And I feel like that's what they do. Like when they make memes out of freaking George Floyd. Exactly. Like they're like, they say somewhere deep inside them, they're insinuating that they are better than this man that lost his life or that his life was of no value. Exactly. That's what I was saying. You know, I agree with you on that because they're like this person that shared that meme and the person that made it is thinking George Floyd is a POS. Yeah. He should have just surrendered, blah, blah, blah. No, the cops shouldn't have killed him. Yep. They're looking at it a totally wrong way. If you think that George Floyd should have died and he was just, then you, sh- you should have that same sentiment and that same energy when somebody like Dylan Roof shoots something up. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. Like, have that same energy. Yeah. Instead of differentiating them because at their core they're the same. Yep. Why is it that all these mass murderers get fed Burger King yep, and arrested alive mm-hmm. and the man of color is shot dead? Yep. And, you know, there's the elderly Caucasian man who was almost hitting police officers with his vehicle. Yes. There's a police officer. In Minnesota. On his police, the police officers were on his running board, hanging onto the top rail, and he blazes off, and no, nobody shoots, nobody, nothing. Not once did that guy pull his service pistol out and shoot. No, he could have pulled his service pistol out, ended right there, pop, 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 two shots, one shot into the driver's side window. Mm-hmm. They killed a Native American man here on the south side in Billings for doing the exact same thing. Yep, a couple years ago. Man, so he riddled his car up. Yep. For doing the exact same thing that that Caucasian elderly man did on video. Yep. 
And you got the local police department coming out and saying it's justified. A hundred and something shots, dog. Yeah. I'm probably exaggerating, but you know what I mean? Yeah. I think they all emptied their clips twice, I think. They did, yeah. Yeah. They did, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that place was riddled, and that was in front of his mother's house. Yeah, right in a heavily populated neighborhood. Yeah, like, but, apartment complexes all around. that was okay, around. because that was the south side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. and... And then we're supposed to take the cops' word for it, like, okay, oh, okay, you have your back, okay. I don't hate cops. No. They're needed. But what I disagree with is the fact that you cannot be tried. Mm-hmm. All you have to say is you felt like it, and that protects you. Yep. Why didn't they feel threatened by this 65-year-old Caucasian man who's ramming their vehicles with his truck. Yes. Why didn't they open fire on him? You know? So I feel you when you're talking about um, the justice and the injustice. Um, And I think that, you know, I'm always going back to, man, let's just put the humanity back into it. And, you know, when I'm out in this community, um, sometimes I kind of feel that tension you know, some prejudice. I wouldn't say actual racism, but some prejudice, definitely. Um, but I'm always like, then I when I start to feel it, someone's trying to act somehow. Um, I'm like, all right, well, I wish a mother would. You know? Yeah. I got some things to say. I'll educate this mother effort. But, uh, I don't know, I'm a pretty big guy, so nobody. No, that's, that's the thing, too. Like, and yeah, man, I... Man, this whole shooting stuff, bro, it touches me to the core because I'm like, man, like, yeah, it does. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it it really angers me. Yeah, I guess would be the the, the feeling. Yep, definitely. Uh, the mood or whatever you whatever you however you want to classify it is like I, I feel anger mm-hmm. because nobody should lose their life because they were drunk or high mm-hmm. at the hands of a police officer. Yep. <clears throat> And like you said before in a previous episode that, you know, training does work when they use it. So like when they want it to. Yeah. They had this guy boxed in. You know, why didn't they just go break his window and drag him out of his car? Yeah. You know, this guy rode on uh, that um, elderly Caucasian male's running board at 65 miles an hour. Right. And got him to pull over. Yep. Why can't they just do that to this get uh, native gentleman here in town? So training works. Training works only when you want it to. Yep. But when we voice our opinion or we we lift up our voice like that, then we become the angry native men. Yeah. Well, those guys are just angry. They're so they got to work through healing and they got to. There's those aim guys. <laughs> 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 and no, we don't hate all white. I don't hate. I can speak for myself. I don't hate all white people. Oh, yeah, There's yeah. a lot of good white folks in my life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just like when these types of things happen, though, like, it's like, man, like, that's not even funny. Yeah, and I got nothing against anybody. You know, there was a time in my life when I was very racist, very prejudiced, even to my own people. Um, but, you know, that would that boiled down to because I hated myself. And, you know, once I started loving myself, then I was able just to turn look out and see people. And that's what I try to do now, put the humanity back into it. Yes. Um, so when I'm out and about in this community, I'm trying to be, you know, an ambassador. Like we went through that CCR. Yes. Um, we need more ambassadors, native and non-native alike. You know, just 
see those opportunities to educate and build. one another. Yes, build that bridge. It's it's also you know it's important to note that I think we're all in agreement that we don't you know just hate white people or, or white people <laughs> bashing or you know stuff like that. But <laughs> one of my homies. When I feel when I get done listening to your show, I hate all white people. <laughs> <laughs> that, and that's not the point. That's not the point. He was joking, though. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I understand. But, but <laughs> okay, now I lost my point. Okay, so you know we're not out here trying to do that so-called reverse racism, whatever the hell that is. Yeah. But when we start really looking at these things that happen, and then the deeper issues that are you know causing this. That's what it comes down to. Yes. That's what it comes down to is white privilege, white racism, nationalism, however you want to put it, whatever name you want to call it. It's still hate. It's still prejudice. It's still, you know, violence towards people of color. Um, and, 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 and even uh, uh, the LGBTQ Oh, I had to say it slow because I know I, I always have to say it slow. The binaries you know that, and the non-binaries, and, yeah. yeah, and and that even that you know those that community is is affected in the same way. Um, but when we look at it and we start digging these, you know, start digging to the to the to the cause of it all, that's what it comes down to. I'm sorry to say it, but that's what it is. It's it's, it's this white privilege, this is racism that was created by whites. And with that being said. Uh, I can't remember which one of you guys mentioned it, but not only do we need ambassadors from uh, indi- from indigenous communities to, to 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 try to build these bridges, but we need allies from the other side. Yes, we need. We know. We we all know white people that we can say, "Oh, that that's a good person. That's that's a good <laughs> human being." You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah he's yeah, a good one. That's it. Yeah. That, that's a keeper right there. I'm gonna keep that white man. <laughs> so, so they exist. They're out there, but for for whatever reason, it, they're they're just you know they're not being as vocal as they could because we've like I've I've said this before too. We've been kicking and screaming for almost for more than 500 years, and nobody's listened to us. But if they start saying the same things. And it's coming from somebody that looks like you. Maybe then we'll have more. I don't want to say ammunition, but it yeah, it has more weight to it. Mm-hmm. If mm-hmm. I looked at Josiah and I said, "Hey, what you're doing is wrong," and we come from the same community, we're the <coughs> same. You know what I mean? Cool. This guy's acting bad. And then maybe it'll have that 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 much more weight to it. Oh yeah, no, for <laughs> real. I know what you mean. Idiots. <laughs> 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 Neck flaps. No, I know what you mean. Like that's what I mean by ambassadors. You know, like someone you know, non-native, educate themselves on like what's up with us, yes. and then so then like when they hear some, in, you know, injustice, are they seeing injustice, or they hear people talking a certain way, they can you know just interject and be like, uh, actually, this is what's up, and boom, 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 boom. Um, cause that's what I'm finding myself more and more doing. Um, <clears throat> cause like I'm empowering myself, you know, and I'm empowering my kids to take on those questions like, Oh, do you guys still live in TBs? You know, 
and seeing those kind of questions as an opportunity. Yes. Like, oh, so you guys get a check every month from the government. Um, how come you guys get a check? You know, that's just like a real preposterous, like <laughs> false belief, but it's out there. Mm-hmm. And there's people out there that believe it. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing those questions and those kind of ignorant things as an opportunity where before in the past, I would be like, man, F you, blah, blah, blah. You're racist. And yeah, <laughs> beep, 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 beep. Yeah. Uh, mother. Uh. Um, seeing those as opportunities to be like, actually, um, you know, I've done that, you know, and just recently within the past year. Someone said, oh, yeah, you guys get a check from the government, right? And I was like, no, actually, we get royalties from our COVID methane. Um, We don't get a check from the government. Yes. Um, So just seeing those as opportunities on both sides from all angles. Um, We need need ambassadors. You know, the African-American community needs ambassadors. Hispanic community needs ambassadors. Even... You know, Caucasian community needs ambassadors for us, for our people to explain, okay, well, why do you guys think that way? You know, so if we're able to do that more and more, then I think we're going to be better off. Um, that's my hope. That's what I strive to do today. One other thing that we need, too, is unity. Yeah. Um, you mentioned something before, you know, being prejudiced even to your own people. And I was guilty of that, too. Um, and and <clears throat> we kind of, you know, for whatever, I mean, we talked about this before, that yep. crab pot mentality, that tall poppy syndrome, and we like tearing each other down. Um, but but <laughs> I was doing that earlier about the job thing. <laughs> but they yeah. don't want to work. <laughs> and see, and that's, that's what I'm saying. But it, whether it's true or not, you know, then you, maybe we can find out ways to go out there and say, hey, well, how come you don't want to work? You know, maybe I can help you. Maybe yeah. maybe they maybe they feel unqualified or maybe they don't have a ride or, or maybe they're just lazy. I don't know. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, or but, they don't know how to do a resume. But the, but the fact of the matter is, is that we, I think probably by design, like, you know, going back to that old reservation thing, being segregated, I think by design, you know, we were divided so that we would be... Divide and conquer. So that we would yep. be... Um, Divide and conquer. Uh, conflicted. Yep. Against one another. Yep. Tribalism. Yep. Tribalism. Exactly. Separate and that's the way... and make us enemies. Well, yeah, even on a, grand, a bigger scale than that, they place warring tribes next to each other. Yeah. You know? Like our reservation's right there. And right next door, the Cheyenne. The traditional enemy. Yeah, historical enemy. I mean, but we're cool That's now. why I don't even... <laughs> I was we, about we, to mute, mute him, mute him. <laughs> we, we cool now, though. No, we cool. We are, we all right, man. Yeah, just kidding. No, there's a lot. There's been a lot of intermarriages, and yeah. and that that's the thing too. Like we work, like it's taken years to build that bridge. Oh yeah, between the communities, but there you still got the hardcore traditionals that are like you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or just you know, yeah, some people that just that they spoke badly about the other tribe yeah. in their house that they were growing up in. So then they have that belief. And that's how these people that made that meme, they they were brought up that way. It's ignorant, man. Huh? <laughs> what is that? What does that guy tell his daughter on back to the future? He said, that boy's an idiot. Comes from upbringing. 
Parents are probably <laughs> idiots too. <laughs> Remember, she was the mom. <laughs> yeah, man. Truth yeah. hurts. Good topic, though, Lamb. Like, <laughs> yeah. I kind of don't know if anybody noticed, but I was really biting my tongue because I was this this button doesn't go fast enough for me. Yeah, yeah. no, I heard, I seen you because I was like, dang, this guy's quiet. That never happens, man. Cat cut his tongue. I know. I seen the storm clouds moving in, and <laughs> the more and more he was quiet. But the you storm know, clouds started moving in, and, and I knew that if he opened his mouth, the storm would just fall. But but a true warrior knows <laughs> when to fight and when to walk away. JC, the bringer of rain. Bringer of rain when his voice speaks it's thunder. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I like that. That's right. Now he's gonna bring you the bringer of thunder. <laughs> gonna add that to your intro. Sag, sagging thunder. Sagging thunder. <laughs> sagging cloud. Sagging. <laughs> sagging cloud. Hey, did you ever watch that? Well, uh, what was it? Waxfire Woman. Yeah, it's not the cave. No, no, uh, oh, no, it's uh, it's an old school native one. Hmm. Yeah, is that on again? That's it. I don't know. I haven't seen it in a while. Box the only reason, one. the only reason why we had that a copy of that movie is because my grandpa Philip was in there. Oh, is he? But anyway, that that one guy, he said uh, these two natives met met up with each other and said, uh, "I am whirling medicine cloud, sacred horses ghost." And the other guy goes, "I am empty barrel." <laughs> my grandma always got a kick out of that she goes they didn't have names like that <laughs> she don't even know what a barrel is <laughs> so that's gonna be your new name empty barrel empty barrel so <laughs> i shoot first <laughs> well, maybe that's what it meant i was thinking like a barrel <laughs> i was thinking gun <laughs> I'm honored that you've given me this name. <laughs> hey, call me Empty Barrel because I shoot blanks. Oh, 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 shot fired. Shot fired. That's that's for that sagging shorts one. Right there. <laughs> Hardy har har har. <laughs> all right, man. Sorry. No. See, that's why I gotta hold my tongue sometimes. Cause I don't know. It's all good. It's funny. I I just shoot off. I laughed. I laughed. I seriously laughed. So insensitive. I know. Oh my god. It, it was, it, I guess it beats the alternative. Never mind. I won't even go there. Okay. Okay. Let's not go there. Yeah, thank See. you. Thanks. We appreciate that. So one must practice self control. Gruz Faba. All right. All right. All right. Well, that was good, man. I like appreciate you guys bringing the topics that you bring. And sharing your perspective on the topic that I bring, even if you had to hold your tongue skills doing breathing techniques over here. I thought he was going to pass out. I know. I thought he was going to go into the neck flops. Laying <laughs> hey, on the ground, neck flapping. <laughs> breathe. Breathe. Hey, hyperventilate. We even turned it into an adjective. Neck flapping. Neck flapping. Yeah. Man. All right, man. Let's, well, that was good. Uh, let's go into our speak on it, shall we? Let's go. Let's do that. Let's go, then. Oh, hit me with that beat, DJ. Hit me with that beat, please. Speak on it. Oh, there it is. Speak on it, bro. On it. There it is. Oh, there it is. And that, bro. Speak on it. Speak on it. Let's go, then. Speak on it. Let's go. 
Yeah. End it, bro. Get it together. <laughs> End it. Let's go. Okay, uh, we're on our speak on it segment now. Yes, we are. And we were we've been going over <laughs> we've been going over the QPR uh, suicide prevention uh, gatekeeper. Um, so we are on the R this week. How to refer someone for help? And I'm just going to read this, and then I want to get you guys' perspectives. Um, the last step in the QPR is making the referral or connecting your friend or loved one with a competent local mental health professional. This means doing some homework. You should have the names and phone numbers of people you know to be competent and available to help. Enter them in your smartphone or write them down on your wallet card. Use these guidelines for effective referral. The best referrals are when you personally make an appointment and take the person you are worried about to a mental health provider or other appropriate professional. The next best referral is when the person agrees to see a professional, you help them make the appointment so that you can follow up later to learn that they actually kept the appointment. The third best referral is getting the person to agree to accept help, even if in the future, and providing them specific referral information. Um, Most suicidal people who agree to get help will act in good faith and get the help they need. However, because the stigma associated with accepting counseling or professional help for disorders of the brain or emotional problems, some people may not follow through. This is why we recommend that if, if possible, you physically take the person to someone who can help. Once you use QPR, you will rest, <clears throat> you will rest much easier if you are assured the person you helped has been seen and evaluated by a qualified professional. Do you know a mental health professional? What are your guys' perspectives? Are you rear What's your reaction? Well, <clears throat> that what I was thinking about when you first started, and then it even ended with that last question you asked. Do you know uh, a mental health professional? Mm-hmm. And right off the top of my head, I have to say no. Mm-hmm. And so, with that being said, I, th- I think it's important that you know, like how you said, you know. Uh, what did you say? Put it on your smartphone or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're going to have to do some homework before you even... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You, before you even do ask the initial question. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, I'll take another step back and say, yeah, you, you you look for these things. You find the resources. You get the contact information. And I think just based on my own little... How I think of it, I think it would be wise to even have more than one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. More than one uh, uh, place that you can contact. And then keep these, not only like your cell phone, um, you, you said put it in put like your wallet or, you know, your purse or whatever, you know, for the ladies. But, you know, like make, maybe even put a list next to your, or on your, well, I was going to say, nobody has a house phone anymore, do they? Yeah. But anyway, you know, like. That's what I thought too. You know, people still write checks. Yeah. You, you two do, don't you? I don't write yeah, checks. Do. Oh, he does. Yeah, yeah, I do. I just cashed him. <laughs> Oh, man, it got me thinking of something else. <laughs> but anyway, I'm you know, sorry, but to make these lists, these, you know, write them out, put them on your refrigerator. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and then even if you you don't think you'll ever use them, I mean, you never know. Yeah. But at the same time, even if you don't use them, maybe your neighbor will use them. Yeah. Because, uh, like, you know, we for us here in Montana, we live in such a rural state. Mm-hmm. You know, a, a lot of the population lives out. Out, yep. out in the boonies, yep. out, out in the country, as we would say. 
Yeah. So, you know, there's not a lot of cell phone service. There's not a lot of um, uh, immediate response. Yes. Uh, yeah. Or, you know, the, the, the resource, the, the availability of those resources to immediately respond. But so, you know, to have these, these things already there, like, like if you would have a fire extinguisher in your kitchen, you know, you, you hope you never need it, but if you, even if you do, you know, you know, you have it. Um, but to, and then to like share that information, um, and, and, and for other people to, you know, um, cause you know that we, we always talk, you know, we were talking about the stigma yeah. of not only, not only suicide, but mental health in general. Yeah. And so, you know, for people, to, other people to accept that, you know, Hey, if I give you these resources, this, in, this, uh, contact information for these resources, that's not saying, you know, this is what you're going to do. I'm yeah. just saying that this is valuable information to have. Yeah, these are available to you. Yeah, and, and, and you know, because I can see how me personally, at one point, maybe in my life, I would have took offense to that. Like, what are you, what are you trying to say? Yeah, you know, I'm trying so, to kill myself. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah, I mean it. I think it's vital. Um, I think, especially with this day and age, like I think about the, the um, I always think about the younger generation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, like they really don't play, and they don't realize like they're, you know, the decisions are. Huge. permanent yeah um so i think it's vital because i know i've come across this question a lot recently and i never i was like jc i didn't know where to refer anybody to yeah or like being a pastor being like okay how can i i guess like for for what i do it would be wise for me to connect with yeah. the community Oh yeah, local health professionals not even just for me but for like you were saying everybody to refer yeah, so that we can refer. It's, it's just like I was saying today, I would rather have a tool and not need it than not have a tool and need it. Mm-hmm. And this is just something that we throw in the toolbox. We got to make sure that it's a number, working number that we can call, just like we call 911, like we call, you know, yeah, uh, the power company, the whenever there's an emergency, like you, stuff like that. Got to be numbers that we're familiar with. Yeah. And I think it's vital, man, especially in this day and age, because they like suicide is really hitting our communities hard. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. You know? And Definitely. these people got to realize, like, man, there are people that care. You know, it, it kind of makes me think about an incident that happened this past week. It wasn't about suicide, but a person that's near and dear to me was like, man, I'm, I'm tired of this life. I want to make better decisions. I want to go to recovery. Yeah. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I want to, it's like, I want to stop doing what I'm doing, but I can't. I need to be away for a while. And I'm like, man, like, right there was my opportunity to, to take them. Yeah. And I didn't. Mm-hmm. Because I allowed the distance between us to be an issue. Mm. Yeah. But that would be vital, too. Like, you know. Yeah. Get them to talk to somebody that can help them mentally. Yeah. And, like, you know, once you get that conversation going, someone might want to, like, well, I just want to go talk to my pastor. And, like, the next step, like, one of the things on here that it says is to, like, accompany them to their pastor. Yeah. And then while you're there, you know, really gearing that conversation to going and setting an appointment or setting an appointment for to, for them to speak to someone, a professional hey, I know somebody, mental health provider. Yeah. I know somebody we can hook up with right now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's the the referral part is really educating yourself on what's out there, what's yeah. available out there. You know, there's like, I know here in town, 
Like if someone is suicidal and you take them to Bounce Clinic emergency room and you tell them that they're suicidal, they'll get them in. They'll bring in a shrink to do a mental health evaluation like that day. You know, and if they are, they'll admit them, you know, to their psych ward and all that. Uh, I've done that for individuals, you know, because that was beyond my level of care. Um, that was my next step. I, I've taken individuals, like driven them to the ER, had them checked in, and then I was reassured by the staff, yeah, we got a, we got a, you know, they didn't say shrink, but the, they they had a shrink coming. It's like, you're, you can go now. I'm like, okay, cool, boom, and I bounced. And I felt like, okay, I did my part. Yeah. You know, I got them there. I got this, I got them there somewhere safe. And, you know, this individual ended up, you know, they got admitted. They had to do like, you know, they had to stay in the psych ward for 30 days. Mm-hmm. And they got the help they needed <clears throat> and everything. Um, not to toot my own horn, but just to share an example that that's available in this community here. Um, and also, you know, there's behavioral health counselors that, you know, up at Billings, Billings Urban Indian Health and Wellness Center, uh, behavioral health and here in, let's just call it, what is it? Mental health, Billings Mental Health. I think that's one, and then there's a lot of like um, independent counselors and stuff that are out there. Um, and I heard something interesting. Like um, I was at a training last week, and the uh, presenter, the facilitator, was you know she was up to like kind of up to speed on suicide prevention, and she knew understood like our program what we did, and she told us you know an interesting statistic was that. Like even like if someone has a plan, you know they set a date. All right, I'm gonna, you know, they got they they're, they're past ideation. They've made a plan to do um, to complete suicide. If that is interrupted with, i.e., like QPR or you know someone questioning them, um, there's only a six percent six percent successful rate after that. So like ninety four percent of the people that are interrupted in their plan, they um <clears throat> they don't complete suicide. And I don't think that's tooting your own horn. I think that's important that you say that because it it offers an example. Like this is what I did. Yeah. And it really goes back to the to the basis of what we've been doing all along. It's like you know I don't know a lot about anything, but I know what I did to get to this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not including your own horn, I think it's a, just a really good example of, you know, well, I... I application. I, yeah, yeah, application, so... <clears throat> oh, and on that note, I just forgot, like, I was working with two police officers at the time, and I called them, and I said, what should I do? They said this. They said, take them to the emergency room. I balanced like, right now, take them right now. So I, you know, I loaded them up, and I took them over there. Um, so that's how I know, you know, that's one of the situations I was a part of that where we're able to get someone help. Anyway, JC, go. But yeah, <clears throat> and I, 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 I know that we have to we have to do research. Um, but part of the like the problem that I I saw or I see is that um, these places that offer these these services. They don't. They don't advertise. I guess that maybe that's not the word for it. Yeah. I mean, they do to a certain extent. Yeah. But I'd like to see more of that. Yeah. So even even then too, like if if, if um 
you're 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 driving down you you go to work the same route every day you pass a billboard and you see it and it has contact information a yeah. number mm-hmm. a website whatever yeah. and then you know you see it all the time you see it all the time and pretty soon you know you kind of without even realizing you know already know yeah it's like it like that number almost kind of comes you know like oh i remember that number yeah and, and so i'd like to see more um of that mm-hmm. um not to put it on you know anybody else i think it this it takes all of us Mm-hmm. It takes everybody to to get get over the stigma and then come together and help these people who are in need yeah. in, in every way that we can. Because I think that's one of the one of the things that as someone who suffered from depression needs to know is that they're valued, mm-hmm. they're loved, they're needed, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and they're wanted. Yes. Yep. Yes, sir. And so, that's, mean, that's a that's a huge thing is because these people that are thinking of attempting suicide got to realize, like, man, they're leaving behind family members that will miss them dearly. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they are loved. They're just feeling a certain way. And, yeah. Yep. Yes, sir. And I just wanted to read a couple more paragraphs here. So if you do not know anyone... In the counseling or helping helping serve professionals, call your own family doctor or two one one a state by state directory of human services, your community crisis line or a professional mental health organization, and ask for a referral. Uh, the other one was like make suicide hard. Most people in America use firearms to kill themselves. Research shows that perhaps the most effective intervention a gatekeeper, which you know once you go through QPR, QPR you're a gatekeeper. Uh, can make is to ensure removal of means of suicide, especially a gun. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and, you know, we live in Montana, very rural, very a bunch of, a lot of rural communities. And prior to 2020, the, <clears throat> the means by which people completed suicide was they would hang themselves. But 2020, the firearms went up. Um and a lot of that, you know, due to like pandemic, the numbers for suicide went up drastically just across the nation. <clears throat> and this last one that I wanted to go over finding the courage to act. To help you act with courage, here are three things to remember. Don't worry about being loyal, disloyal. Don't worry about breaking trust. Don't worry about not having sufficient information to call for help. If in doubt, act. Reach out. Don't wait. So on that note, um, the more, like, as we're going through it and then even, like, the trainings that I've been through at work and the conversations, meetings that we're having about suicide prevention, um, we, like, it should just be, like, an all-on intervention, you know, have the pastor there. Have the counselor. I mean, I would like have the counselor if they're able to, to be there. It's like, hey, we need to talk to you about this and just sit the person down and initiate this conversation um, with the counselor, the nurse, the youth pastor, whoever that this person trusts, just like have a full-on intervention. Um, I think that would be the best way to do it in my own eye if I had to do, if I felt like I needed to 
asked the question, are you thinking about suicide? I would, you know, call in all these people because I'm always, I'm always of the mindset, you know, three, four, five, six, seven heads is better than one. Mm-hmm. Um, and also just to show this individual that like all the things that you guys were saying, you are valued. Um, you are cared for. You are needed. You was kind. You was smart. You was important. You was important. Right. And yep. just to convey that, you had all these people there. Um, but, you know, that's what I would do. You know, the more I'm learning about this, if I remember in that situation where I feel like a family friend or a family member is suicidal, um, I'm going to bring in everybody. Like, hey, we need to do this intervention, sit this individual down. And have a real honest conversation. My my biggest takeaway or takeaways from this is first is to educate yourself. Uh, do your research. Find out the contact information for these resources. Have them on hand. Share them with others whether they feel like, you know, you feel like they need it or not. And the other thing is don't wait. If you If you feel... Like someone you care about is considering something like that, don't wait. Don't worry. Don't worry about anybody catching feelings. You can deal with that down the road. Yeah. Right now, the most important thing is to get that person into a place where they can receive the proper help, the proper care. Don't wait. Don't second guess yourself. Um, if it turns out that it wasn't so, again, you can deal with it down the road. Yep. That reminds me of uh, when I was trying to get sober and I took off. I didn't take off. I came back for a court date. Mm-hmm. And I didn't return back to the facility. <laughs> and the pastor there called the judge and told him. <laughs> so they had a warrant out for me, man. I was so heated at him. Yeah. Like I was heated. and um, But it's crazy because a few months ago, man, right before the pandemic started, I was able to, well, during the pandemic, I was able to approach him, like, because he was in Montana. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dog, you're in town. He's like, yeah. Like, you know, you're yeah, there yeah, yeah. for the afternoon. So I'm like, I got to see you. I left work. I wasn't seeing him, visit him. I said, man, you know what, Pastor Richard? Thank you. Mm-hmm. Because you saved my life. I was like, man, I was so mad at you. Yeah. And then to see him, like, now I'm a pastor. And, you know, he's <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. isn't God good? Like, you know, and I'm like, man, like, yeah, All the time. Yeah. yeah. You know, but it was like, at the time, I was so mad at him, but now, six, seven years later, I realized, like, man, this man saved my life. Yeah. By choosing to turn me in. hmm You know? Um, at the time, I was like, man, how could he betray me? <laughs> yeah. You know, and all that, and it's like, man, it's not. Thought he was supposed to be a praying man. Yeah, thought he was supposed to have my back. <laughs> yeah. But he, he did saved my life. Back. He literally yeah. saved my life. Right on, right on, that's good I like that, kind of like uh, JC's story, like when his mom caught the cops on him (laughs) Yeah Mm -hmm. And and I felt the same way, I was like, man Who who would do that? Who would do that? Their own son, but then Afterwards, when I had a clear head She explained it to me And then I understood She she did that because that was the best thing For me at the time, even though I didn't like it but, and then also, too, it was for her own peace of mind. Yeah. Because she told me, part of the part of what she told me was, I know where you're at. I know, you know, you're going to be safe. Yep. Awesome. 
Good stuff, gentlemen. Dirty uh, 30. Dirty 30, man. I hope you guys enjoyed the Dirty 30. Yes, sir. We tried to keep it clean as possible. Yeah. And, um, yeah, Dirty 30. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was sign languaging me, and I'm, I'm trying to translate back into um. It was trying to words. give him something. He was trying to. I don't know. More than words. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so sound uh, air horns. Air horns. Do the air horns real quick. I, I want guys. the air horns. Give me the air horns. Change the mood. Ah <laughs> uh, hey! What ya? What ya? He wants the neck flaps. Give him the neck flaps. Give him some neck flaps. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we had to change the mood there. It's getting kind of heavy. Hallelujah. <laughs> okay, so something we witnessed a very awesome thing earlier. Yes. Halfway through the episode, we had to hit the pause button. Yes. And we went downstairs to the talking circle. Yes. And we watched one of our good friends, um, one of our good buddies, Gilbert Scott, propose to his girlfriend. Yes. Now his Beyonce. Beyonce. So shout out to Gilbert Scott and. Uh huh. Hey. That's pretty cool, man. That was awesome to see. Yeah, yes, man. He, he gave a nice, good speech and then he built it up and, you know, bring it down to boom, man. He dropped his knee and proposed to what's her name again? LaShonda. LaShonda. It was dope, man. It was dope, man. Was I dope. was like, I was, man, I was smiling. <laughs> I was smiling. I don't know if you guys were looking at me, yeah. but I was smiling ear to ear the whole time because I was just waiting for it to happen. Man, I had hearts in my eyes. I, 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 saw, I was smiling though, I bro. Saw, I saw Randy's lip going like this, <laughs> <laughs> just shivering. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, when it was be, cool. When, when will it be my turn? <laughs> <laughs> I know. I can't wait to go to your guys's once you guys propose to each other. <laughs> 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 Wait, you trying to say you don't like me like that? Yuck, whatever, I'm not even like that. Boo, he's my cousin. Yuck, we're just friends. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was real cool, man. Gilbert, you know, dropping down to his knee, man. Yes, and sir. Then she's just like, you know, it was, it was awesome. It was a beautiful thing. You could feel that that energy. In <laughs> yeah, he called me earlier, and like he was all excited, man. I could just hear it in his voice, and like. You know, you guys don't know Gilbert, but man, he's pretty reserved individual. Yeah, I, he's I pretty quiet. Yeah. I know him enough to say, yeah. Yeah, he's like, you know, he's just kind of like, you know, you try to chop it up. He's like, yeah, yeah, that's cool, man. You know, and like, he don't really say too much, but tonight, you know, he just really opened up, gave a nice, eloquent speech, and then proposed to his lady. And it was a beautiful thing. And I was just like, wow, this is awesome, man. That's pretty cool to see. Yeah. Yeah, it was a beautiful and her, thing. And her, and her reaction, too. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! It <laughs> <laughs> was awesome, dog. It did just like man. The f- energy in that room was just crazy. Yeah, like, man, I couldn't stop smiling. It, Me too. It, I feel good to see people feel good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Yeah, not that crab pot mentality. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like shout out to Gilbert. Yes, sir. Shout out, Gilbert. Man. Proud of you, boy. Right on, good job, son. Right on, son. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
Well, should we draw to a close now yes, then? Yes, sir. All right. Well, Dirty 30s in the can. And be sure to like and subscribe to our Podbean. All our listeners out there on Flat Earth, we love you. We appreciate you. (laughs) If you want us to touch on a subject that's not on our radar or you just want us to speak on something, uh, hit us up and we'll gladly talk about it. So with that, I like to say peace out. Holla back, citizens. Chinook. And I'd just like to say that the (laughs) Earth is not... Yo, Josiah Mo Fire, aka Mo Hugs Not Drugs. Thanks for tuning in. Peace.